Well, praise the Lord. It's wonderful to be in the house this morning, our final Sunday of 2023. Please turn in your Bibles to the book of Daniel, chapter 12. There is a desire in the hearts of those that have given their lives to the Lord that the Lord's purpose be established and come to fruition. This has become the cry of their hearts, the beat of their hearts, the rhythm, the pulse of life and living. Of those swallowed up in grace, mercy, and love. In the closing chapter of the book of Daniel, we read of two companies, two people. They that be wise, and they that be wicked. Humanity. Humankind, all of humanity has been given hope. All of humanity has been given invitation, granted the opportunity to choose. All that have lived and are living and will live, the chance to be wise to join the wise. Daniel chapter 12, prophecy of the end time. However, this ultimately unfolds. Let us receive today the word of the Lord, what the Lord would speak to us. Daniel 12, verses 1 to 3. At that time, Michael shall stand up the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. We must immediately note this. There is deliverance reserved for those whose names are written in the book. One might think here of the book of life, and so too, the book of remembrance. The Amplified Classic, but at that time your people shall be delivered. Everyone whose name shall be found written in the book of God's plan for his own. The Amplified Bible, and there will be a time of distress, 
such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. But at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book of life, will be rescued. There's no deliverance prepared and reserved for those whose names are not written in the book. The Living Bible, every one of your people whose names are written in the book will endure it. Receive the word of the Lord today, the hope of the Lord. And if your name is not written in the book, hope is extended to you today. An invitation granted to you today the opportunity to choose. This is your chance. This moment in time, your chance to choose. Your chance to be wise. To join the wise. What a way to start a new year. To welcome what lies ahead. This holy resolution upon you and in you. That God might work through you. What resolve will drive and govern the days of this next calendar year? Think of your life. What resolve will drive and govern the days of this next calendar year? If you don't know Jesus, if you haven't surrendered your life, the invitation is extended to you today. It can begin today. On the basis of repentance, surrender, and the acceptance of Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, resolve. Resolve to follow Jesus. Daniel 12, beginning at verse 4. But you, Daniel... Shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Then I, Daniel, looked, and there stood two others, one on this riverbank and the other on that riverbank. And one said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, how long shall the fulfillment of these wonders be? Then I heard the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever, that it shall be for a time, times, and half a time. And when the power of the holy people has been completely shattered, all these things shall be finished. Although I heard, I did not understand. Then I said, my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, go your way, Daniel. For the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. 
Many shall be purified, made white, and refined. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Many will run to and fro, and nothing is hid from the eyes of the Lord. Psalm 14, 2, the Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. Psalm 53, verse 2, God looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. Psalm 102, 19, for he looked down from the height of his sanctuary, from heaven, the Lord viewed the earth. The eyes of the Lord watching, viewing, observing, assessing. Nothing is hid from the Lord. Those that understand and seek God, and those that do not, Two companies, two people, those that are wise and those that are not. Take heart and be encouraged and emboldened today. Psalm 33, verses 18 and 19, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. 2 Chronicles 16, 9, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. What does the text say? To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. 1 Peter 3, 12, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. This next year will be no different. Our great guardian defender, his eyes upon us. And how good it is to know that his ears are open to the prayers of the righteous. I'd say to the saints today, the people of God today, those that have resolved to follow the Lord. Press on those who fear Him, those of loyal heart, the righteous, the wise. One thing is certain, the great end draws nigh. Closer than ever to the final day. This generation, as of now, the closest to the second coming of Jesus Christ. I wonder how close should we be to Him? History wrapping up, the consummation. 
There is a groaning in the earth for that day to come. Can you hear it? Can you feel it? Romans 8, 22 and 23, For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, it is plain to anyone with eyes to see. Eyes to see. That at the present time, all created life groans in a sort of universal travail. And it is plain, too, that we who have a foretaste of the Spirit are in a state of painful tension. While we wait for that redemption of our bodies, which will mean that at last we have realized our full sonship in Him. We were saved by this hope. But in our moments of impatience, let us remember that hope always means waiting for something that we haven't yet got. But if we hope for something we cannot see, then we must settle down to wait for it. In patience. How will it all play out? Is anyone really sure? We see in part. Will there be a great battle? Which end time view or melding of which will prove real? Will it be as the days of Noah? Matthew 24, 37 to 39, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Well, it'll all pan out. Concerning the things Daniel heard, Daniel 12, verse 8, Although I heard, I did not understand. Then I said, My Lord, what shall be the end of these things. What answer would suffice? What answer could be expected? What answer would satisfy the one asking the question? Verse 9, And he said, Go your way, Daniel, 
For the words are closed up and sealed until the time of the end. The Voice Bible reads, it is time for you to go on your way, Daniel. For the words must be kept secret and sealed until the time of the end. And then we read these words delivered by the man in linen. Verse 10. Many shall be purified, made white and refined. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Two companies. The NLV, many will be made pure and made white and tried. But the sinners will be very sinful. None of the sinful will understand, but those who are wise will understand. The voice, many will keep themselves pure and clean and refined despite the pressures of these times. But those who are wicked will continue their wicked ways, and none of them will ever understand. But those who are wise will. You see, the wise understand the workings of purification. A kept people, despite the pressures of these times. They know by way of Scripture what kind of bride Christ will come and claim. They know they are betrothed and they live like it and they live for the day. Resolve. Two companies. Two people. The wise and the unwise. 2 Corinthians 11.2 For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Ephesians 5.27 That he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. What does the Bible say? Revelation 19.7 Let us be glad and rejoice and give Him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and His wife has made herself ready. Resolve. Be wise. Understand that you are betrothed. The day comes. Live like it and act like it. Live in hope and anticipation. The wise give themselves over to the process, the workings of purification, and the wise attend to what they know they need to. 
Revelation 22, 14 to 16, blessed are those who wash their robes. So that they will have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral persons, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you of these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The text is clear. It's pointed. There's a charge in it, a call. Clean up. Live in anticipation of the day. Honor the betrothal. Understand that you're reserved. You're set apart to be presented to Christ. Live like it and act like it. First Thessalonians 4, 3, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. What's your will, Lord? Your sanctification. What an answer. And so we surrender to the process. We know that there's work to do, that we might be ready. The man in linen said to Daniel, go your way. Go the way you have chosen. I would ask today, what way have we chosen? Again, the invitation to enter through the narrow gate to trod the narrow path that leads to everlasting life. Daniel said, as an example, an example for the believers, this man of God. We know that Daniel was purposed after God, a man who purposed not to defile himself, it takes purpose. It takes a decision. It takes determination. It takes discipline. A man who stood for righteousness. A man who chose the Lord. A man who held to holy custom, fearing God more than kings and men. And more than a den of lions. A man who was delivered in that den. Pressures of the times, 
His testimony, Daniel 6.22, my God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. I guess it pays to be holy. To keep yourself undefiled and clean. To embrace some discipline. Go your way, Daniel. Can you hear the man in linen saying to you today, to us today, go your way. Keep on. Press on. Keep the faith. Hold to what is right. Soldier on. Stay wise, for there is a highway to hell and a highway to heaven. Go your way. Note that this is directed to the individual. And the man in linen would give the same charge to couples, families, and churches. We know what has come and what will continue to invade. As history wraps up. Matthew 24, 12 and 13. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Serious words. And a warning and a caution even to the believer. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Second Timothy 3, beginning at verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, Traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And then what does it say? Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. Exclamation mark. Is that too tough to handle? I didn't write the text. 
This is the word of the Lord. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, disapproved concerning the faith. But they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. And out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. Go your way. Go the way you've chosen. I share these words today. As Christians in Paul's day sensed the destruction of Jerusalem drawing near, they wanted to know more about prophetic events. They were fearful over rumors about the ruthlessness of invading armies who took multitudes captive into slavery. It caused these believers to sense that perilous times were close at hand. So they asked Paul to tell them more about what was to come. Write to us about how to read the times. Paul responded with these words of assurance. Of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Paul described to them what would take place when Christ returned. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the shout of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Paul's exhortation to them was meant to be an encouragement. He was saying, in essence, there is no need for you to fret about those things coming on the earth. You don't have to be overly concerned about all the fearful signs and calamities. You well know what this is about. 
It is all signaling the coming of the Lord Jesus to take away his people. Are you fretting? Are you consumed? The truth is that history is going somewhere. We can be sure that the swift current of unfolding events today is carrying us toward God's eternal purpose. The world is not adrift. The Lord hasn't abandoned the earth, no matter how wicked and faithless humankind has become. Rather, God has simply picked up the pace. And what we are seeing now is a swift movement of events toward the one divine event ahead. The recreation of a new heaven and earth where Christ will reign supreme for all eternity. As followers of Christ, our focus is not to be on daily news reports. We are not to dwell on wars and rumors of war, nor on the possibility of a nuclear accident, nor on other things that are coming on the earth. When Jesus said, in that day, look up, see Luke 21, 28, he is talking about where our focus should be. Go your way. Focus. Stay the course. Don't get sidetracked. Don't turn to the right or the left. Don't get caught up with distractions. With these times come pressures. To break faith. water it down, to cripple resolve. Let the love of many wax cold. Daniel 12, 9 to 13, reading from the voice, it is time for you to go on your way, Daniel. For the words must be kept secret and sealed until the time of the end. Many will keep themselves pure and clean and refined despite the pressures of these times. But those who are wicked will continue their wicked ways and none of them will ever understand. But those who are wise will. From the time when the daily sacrifice is prohibited and the disgusting idol that desecrates the most holy place is put in its place, there will be 1,290 days. Those who remain true to God and reach the end of the 1,335 days are sure to experience God's blessing. As for you, Daniel, go and be faithful to the end of your life. You will surely rest. But when the end of days arrives, you will rise again to receive the inheritance allotted for you. The wise shall be purified, made white, and refined. 
The wise will keep themselves pure and clean. The wise will keep themselves refined despite the pressures of these times. The wise will understand those who remain true to God and reach the end. Endure. Will experience God's blessing. As for you, would you put your name there today? Go and be faithful to the end of your life. That's the call. That's the charge upon us. Go and be faithful to the end, not just for a season, a set of days, a few months, a few years. A handful of decades, those who endure till the end. Go your way and be faithful to the end of your life. And should the Lord tarry and our days on this earth come to a close, when the end of days arrives, we will rise again to receive the inheritance allotted for us. Let's have the worship team return today. Church, there is a charge upon us, an appointing. Daniel 12, 1 to 3, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. The wise. The message paraphrase reads, men and women who have lived wisely and well will shine brilliantly like the cloudless star-strewn night skies. And those who put others on the right path to life will glow like stars forever. Alive in the wisdom of God and alive with the wisdom of God. We're called to shine. And we are shining even though we may not always feel we are. There is a witness in the earth. There is a witness in the skies. And by the grace of God, we are being used. That as we shine, others are being put on the path to life. People are turning to righteousness. Go your way. Shine. Keep shining. Brighter and brighter. Shine like the stars. Shine like the brightness of the firmament. Light up the skies. Light up the earth. Light up the streets. Expose darkness. Where has the Lord placed you the call and the charge upon you, upon your life? 
euch ein. The new century version, the wise people will shine like the brightness of the sky. Those who teach others to live right will shine like stars forever and ever. The amplified, those who are spiritually wise will shine brightly like the brightness of the expanse of heaven. And those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever and ever. This next year will be no different. Another year full of days in which the wise shine. And as the wise shine, there will be harvest. Many will be led to righteousness. Let's make a definitive decision today. Let's seal it in stone. Let's reaffirm our commitment, the onset of another year. Let's take this charge, this charge upon us, 2 Timothy 4, 1-8. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, at His appearing in His kingdom, preach the Word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you, be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. As for us, we will go our way. We will go and be faithful to the end of our lives. The time of resolutions is once again upon us. Resolutions made in the dawning of a new year in hope of bettering life healthier life, new adventure, achievement, freer existence. The most important resolution you can make the onset of another year is this. Open your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Live for Him. Commit your life to Him. Don't waste your time. A resolution that ultimately matters. Resolve to live for Christ. 
Don't waste your life. By the grace of God, this next year will be another year of great gain for the Lamb. Souls saved, scores baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, discipled, trained, taught, the building of His church, His kingdom, the widow and the orphan cared for, this storehouse, spiritual and natural provision and supply. Stay wise. Go your way. Remain faithful. All the days of this next year and all the days of your life. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is exalted and supreme. His glory and majesty are above earth and heaven. He has lifted up a horn for His people giving them strength, prosperity, dignity, preeminence. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's stand today.